Welcome to the Chosen Girl Podcast, where we believe you are made for more and you have purpose. Hey, sister friends. Welcome to another week of Tell Me About It. We're so happy that you joined in this week for this week's Tell Me About It. And this week, we're going to call it a Tell Me About It tidbit because it's going to be a little bit shorter than usual. But you know, I'm long-winded, so it could be just as long as usual. Um, So if so, enjoy and disregard. (laughs) But this week, I wanted to share you guys with uh, what's going on with my heart. And that's the word reputation. Um, I think that so much comes to mind when reputation is uh, the topic of conversation. But I went straight to Merriam-Webster and it means the beliefs or opinions that are generally held about someone or something or a widespread widespread belief that someone or something has a particular habit or characteristic. Now, an important starting disclaimer here is that reputation is often an opinion. It's a belief. Though a reputation isn't necessarily a fact, it can definitely be a fact or truth, but let the record show that it can also be just a straight-up opinion. So I wanted to share with you guys a perfect example. So how many times have you been misunderstood because of a person's opinion or something that spread to a rumor? Um, I'm thinking back to like high school. (laughs) But this has definitely happened to me before and I distinctly remember the particular instance that comes to mind and I can definitely remember how it made me feel. So one day I was in my small business and I immediately noticed some tension in one of my employees. I asked her, hey, what's wrong? And she just wouldn't give me an answer. She was like, no, I don't want you to worry about anything. So I finally convinced her to be open with me. I thought it might have been something about, you know, the shop that she needed to share. But she explained to me how she had overheard someone gossiping about me in the store. (laughs) Um, My first word was, wow, you know, in my own establishment, you know. I definitely admire the bravery, but I mean, you know, come on. Um... But apparently, someone had built an opinion of me from back when we were in school based on something that I really wasn't even aware of that I had done. Um, For instance, like an ugly look, like I'd looked at her wrong. So let me just take a quick moment right here to explain that I am probably too laid back of a human. I do not like drama. You can ask any of my friends and family. It will literally make me sick to the point of throwing up. And most of the time I am zoned out or daydreaming. Um, I'm preoccupied with thoughts in my mind. I've constantly got stuff going on. Um, So I've been like this my whole life. So what someone could mistake as an ugly look for me was probably literally one of my imaginative adventures. (laughs) So anyway, not trying to sound like a goody goody. I'm just being true that most of the time I ain't listening or I'm zoned out. It's something I'm trying to work on being more intentional. Anyway, so as soon as I heard her opinion of me, my heart completely dropped to my big toe. Like I felt sick in my stomach. I had no idea what I had done. And all I wanted to do was message this person and find her, crap, snail mail her for crying out loud, and try to clear up what may have gone wrong in the past. Um, My heart just ached at the fact that I'm an open Christian. I'm trying to proclaim Jesus. And I had unknowingly offended her, that her opinion of me was strong enough for her to say it out loud to her friend group in public. And I cringed at the thought of this whole idea. Honestly, I thought about it off and on for weeks. 
I was trying to think back in my mind to what could I have done, trying to think of the scenarios that I could approach her with and in love and ask her about what I had done so I could apologize to her. So, long story short, I ended up praying about it and I just let it go. Gave it to God. But, you know, this week, for some particular reason, the story flooded back to my memory when I was pondering the thought of reputation. Not my own reputation, but God's reputation. I had never thought of that concept before. But the thing about reputation is, is that it's individual to you. But it's also individual to others. So let me explain. What I mean by this is that obviously my family and close friends have different thoughts and distinct memories of me that they convey to their inner circle as my reputation. Apparently, this person in the story previously believed differently. And even though my reputation as a whole is that I'm a quote good person who doesn't typically give people ugly glares, to this individual, the viewpoint was different. Another thing about reputation is that sometimes um, they're just downright unfair. So I want you guys to stop and think for just a second. If you're driving, don't close your eyes, but if you're not, close your eyes. And I want you to think of God. And I want you to think what comes of your mind what what comes to your mind when you think of the God of the universe. Do you think of like this holy gothic European looking photo of Jesus or a huge man on a throne with a long white beard pointing his finger. I want you to truly be honest with yourself. What is your opinion of God? And what's your concept of him? What kind of reputation does he hold with you? And then I want you to think of how you feel about what you're thinking. This week, I'll be completely honest with you guys. I have been faced with many trials of many kinds, whether it be family or unknowing financial situations. You can say that the enemy definitely knows how to press my buttons, get me where I'm weakest. But you know, God through this time has been seriously my only hope. Um, but if I'm honest, on the other side, I've also questioned God so much through this time. Lots of whys and hows and wins. But the thing is, I'm not exalting myself whatsoever with this because I've got a long way to go. But something that's been different through this hard time is that I've finally become accustomed to spending time with God. Like, I've gotten to know Him and His nature and His characteristics because, like, we talk. I have a prayer journal. I read His Word. I mean, I'm not, I don't read His Word every day like I should, but come on, give your girl some slack. I'm working on it. But, you know, it's amazing that usually when some questions come to my mind when I'm facing um, a trial or a problem that I don't know how to solve, you know, I start questioning God. But this time, I really felt the Holy Spirit helping me know the answers so much more clearly. Um, like when a bad thing came, I knew that God didn't cause it because I know who God is and how He operates, not as a whole, trust me, I still have questions. But the thing is, I've read in his word that he's good. He has good for me. He has a plan. He knows best. His timing is best. He loves me. <laughs> he loves me enough to make a way to spend eternity with me. 
Um, and with you, I've read that he's our healer. I've been reading the life of Jesus in the Gospels, and all that Jesus did was go around healing people and doing good. That's literally all he did. He performed miracles, and he was completely open and honest with all of his followers. He didn't have anything to hide. He might have been a little bit weird sometimes, but he always wanted to give clarity to his followers, so much so that he put it into, like, easy stories for them to understand. Um... You know, that's my kind of teacher, you know, trying to get on my level. I've read in his word that he wants to give us wisdom and peace and understanding. And that with that, the opposite, the enemy is literally called the father of confusion. And all the enemy wants to do is cause discord and lack of peace and lack of wisdom and keep us in the dark. So, why is it that when sickness comes... We first blame God. I mean, I'm asking some real questions this week. Why is it that when a curveball in life is thrown, I instantly throw my hands up as if to question or criticize God? Why is it that I take my frustrations out on God instead of taking my frustrations to God and out on the enemy? So, the thing is, I still have a lot of questions. There are still so many backwards things, corrupt things that are happening on this side of heaven, of course. But friends, you know, I've got to admit that a lot of times I have got it really wrong. And I think we've all gotten things wrong. I've lived life um, in the past treating God just like the girl in the store treated me extremely misunderstood and not even giving a chance to know who I really am. I've spent so much of my time looking for clarity of this world instead of clarity from the word. And his word clearly says that his ways and thoughts are higher. The word clearly says that in this world we will have trouble but praise the Lord, we can take heart because God has overcome the world. Like, he has literally beat death for us. On this side of heaven, while we're here on this earth, we're going to see things, the word says, through a glass that's dimly lit. But let me tell you, we serve a God that wants good for us. He is a good father. And let me just tell you, about a good father. A good father does not punish his children with deadly disease. I do not believe that that's what a good father does. And that's what God is. A good father doesn't cause confusion. A good father sometimes withholds the good so that eventually there's a best option for his children. And we serve a good father. <laughs> we need to change how we feel about God the enemy wants us to stay so wrapped up in ourselves and in our own twisted emotions so that God ends up being the enemy when really he is our rescuer. Like, he's the hero. Of course Satan would try this, guys. Like, come on. Like, he may be Satan, but he ain't stupid. You know what I'm saying? So, whether it be from your experiences with your family or your church or society or whatever... We all already have a view and an opinion and a concept of who God is. 
But the thing is, God has given us his word to show who he is. But not only that, he loves us so much that he literally sent himself down in human form so that we could have a reference, a human example of his heart and how he acts and what he does for his people. He showed us unfailing love lived out in action for us. And the thing is, when I go through a trial... I've got to think, why would God want to put me through trouble when he went through all the trouble to send his own son to die for us? Does that even add up? Man, y'all, Satan has us so confused. So let me challenge you guys to read about the life of Jesus in the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, first four books of the New Testament, and get to know God's heart. Look at the life of Jesus and how he lived and how he spoke to people. How he reacted to situations and how he went around doing good. And listen, our God doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if Jesus went around doing good then, God is going to do good for you now. I think of how many relationships or car accidents, or bad job opportunities that God has saved me from, that one day in heaven I'll look back and say, oh my gosh, thank you, Lord, for protecting me from that, from withholding that from me. You never know what's on the other side of your prayer. If you have a hardened concept of God, I want you to pray that your heart will be open to a new view. You know, I think of how desperate I prayed for that girl who thought bad of me, for her heart to be open to a new view, and how much more desperate God is for our hearts to be open to a new view of Him. Let His love soften your heart (laughs) and change you from the inside out, and just give Him a chance to show you who He really is. Y'all, He's so worthy of that. Don't live your life questioning, resenting, being closed off to this misunderstood God that's in your viewpoint. Because I promise you, if you would just open your heart to Him, and I'm not discounting any bad that you've been through. I'm not saying just ignore all of that. I'm saying let God come in and do what He wants to do with that. Because He can turn... A mess into a message. He can turn a test into a testimony. What Satan has intended for bad, God wants to turn around for good. Read Romans um, 8, 25 and 26. That's what that's all about. But I challenge you guys, give God the chance he deserves. Do not have a misunderstood concept of who our God is. Let him in and let him change things. Because when a valley comes, like it did for me this week, it was amazing to be able to have full confidence and trust, despite of how hard it was, and who God is and what He wants to do. And I'll just tell you, there's a happy ending to my valley <laughs> this week. Um, I know that they don't always turn out like we want, but we've got to trust that in the end, our God wants good for us. He doesn't cause bad. He wants to turn it around, you know? So, y'all have an awesome week. We can't wait to see you next week. If we can pray for you in any way, let us know, friends. And we will see you next Tuesday. 
Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Remember to subscribe to Weekly Encouragement at thechosengirl.com. Now go out and live that chosen life in Him, friends. We'll meet back here next week.